Sister Connie, Brother Rapelli, thank you so very much. Hey, vacation time in Michigan is always in the summer. So uh, folks do things when the summer months come. You may be seated for a little bit. The Lord bless you. Happy Father's Day to all of our dads here today. And uh, it is such an honor to be here this morning, be a part of this awesome assembly, this awesome church. And uh, today, we would like to honor uh, some of our past men that have been a very intricate part of this church. Now, at my age, I can't remember everything. And sometimes I don't even remember everybody. I did remember Sister Kathy Shalso and her beautiful husband here this morning. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is good to see Sister Autumn here today and my little baby girl. Amen. Good to see each of you here today. Hallelujah. You know, I don't live in the past, but I do thank God for the past. And when I uh, prepare for this service today, I go to our books in the conference room area there, and there are album after album, and I just look at pictures. I remember some of you when you were that little, that little. Sister Sarah back there brings... Uh, a lot of memories in my life, and somebody told, uh, all right, help me out, Cindy, the oldest, Paul's oldest daughter, sitting in the back row, and someone said, you can't sit there, and I said, oh, yes, she can. That's where dad and mom sat, because every Sunday morning, little Sarah would jump out of mom and dad's lap and come running and jump into my arms and uh, can't do that anymore, Sarah. I'm too old. <laughs> Beautiful. It's good to have these folks here with us today. Amen. I want to memory uh, some of the men that had such a powerful impact on my life and this church's life. The first person that I want to bring to our visual today. Brother Aaron, thank you so much for your help because I couldn't do this, but with technology and Brother Aaron, we can. Some of you don't remember Elder Eubanks. Some of you do remember him very well. And he was such an awesome part of the growth and the building of the Apostolic Lighthouse. Brother Eubanks, an Arkansas by birth, hard worker, done so much in his younger years, never went to school, couldn't read or write, but he was the wisest man that I ever met in my life. Some of you, I was talking to Aaron this morning, and uh, I remember Brother John always going to Brother Eubanks because I worked. I loved to work. I'd leave at 6 o'clock in the morning and wouldn't get back until evening time. Drive to Stevensville, St. Joe. Brother Eubanks was our counselor. And I don't know if any of you have ever went to Brother Eubanks, but Brother John did. Brother John went often and talked to uh, Elder Eubanks, got wisdom and direction in his life. And because of that, all three of Brother John's sons are in church today. One lives in uh, uh, I'll get it. That place down in Texas. Um, help me out, brother. Yes, he lives in Texas. Him and his wife go to church. Brother Adam is going to the Holland Church. And brother Aaron is right here with Sister Judy. It's such a joy. Hallelujah. I thank God for men's past influence in the lives not only of their family but the church. Do you remember, was some of you here, when Brother John got happy one Sunday night up in the church over here? And uh, uh, do you remember that exciting night 
People were running, shouting, dancing all over the church, having a great time. Brother John got moved. I think it was on a Friday night. We was having a revival or something. And uh, <clears throat> Brother John got all excited. He took out money that he cashed his paycheck, and he was handing it out to people. And Sister Judy, being the smart one and the wise one, said, that's buying groceries, that's paying bills. Brother John didn't care. He got so excited before the night was over and his excitement, he run, clothes and all, shoes, socks, shirt, pants, billfold, everything. And he, he jumps into the baptismal tank. I'll never forget it. But Sister Judy go around and said, I got to have that money. It pays my bills. It buys the groceries this week. We have got so many awesome experiences in life. I thank God for the influence of Brother John. He was a great dad. We miss him very much. Along with Elder Eubanks, we miss Brother, uh, Brother John Springsteen. Amen. Next, I would like to honor, with uh, Brother Aaron's help, a man that was so important in my life. It was my father. Uh, my dad came here as a pastor. He had pastored most of his life, built a church in Three Oaks, built a church in Bridgman, and when he retired, he came to Dwajak. And it was a joy to have my dad with us for about 12 years here at the Lighthouse. He was such an inspiration that, uh, and a strength. He was our seniors ministry. He'd done so many good things behind the scene. He was a counselor, he was a minister, done some wonderful things for the kingdom of God. The church is where we're at today because of great men that love God, that give their life to God, and become a role model and an example. And I thank God for my father and uh, his teaching. He often said to me, I wish I would have raised my kids like you raised your kids. And I said, that means... Uh, I get to whoop them more often. I get to use a switch and a slap to spank them. No, he said, I just wish I would have raised mine like you. I said, Dad, you raised me wonderful. I'm glad for a godly father that raises us and teaches us, hallelujah, the ways of God. I'm third generation Pentecost. In here today, I've got fourth generation Pentecost, my, my children. Not only do I have fourth generation, but I got fifth generation, my grandchild. Brother Eric is a preacher today, and I thank God for it. Now I've got sixth generation. I probably won't be around long enough to watch those boys and that little Beckham become a preacher. But I am going to stand from a heavenly place and believe what God can do. You may be first generation, but I can tell you God loves you as much as he loves me and wants to do for you the great things that God can do in the kingdom of God today. Does somebody believe that this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. After my father, Brother Aaron, my list is probably a little bit different than yours, but Paul Palm, Brother Paul Pumphrey, and his family's here today, his wife and children. And I know that we miss Brother Paul. He was one of the most faithful, dedicated men to God. He loved God. And you know, he loved his family. His family was priority in his life. If you want to be successful and have a glorious future, love your family. Put them first. Brother Paul loved his family. What a role model he was to the lighthouse in those years he served. Not only was he a role model in loving his family, he was a hard worker. He was faithful. I remember, I think I mentioned it last month when I was doing Mother's Day, all this wood that you see around. And we forgive Pastor Hopper for painting that oak making these boys paint that oak black. Brother Jack told Pastor, you're going to hell. You never can paint oak wood. And, uh, but we forgave him, didn't we, Brother Jack? 
We allowed him. Amen. And, uh, but Brother Paul and Sister Pat paint, stained, varnished every piece of wood, altar, flooring, everything around here. And every time I walk in this building, I have good memories of Brother Paul. What an awesome gift that God gave us when Brother Paul Pumphrey and Sister Pat came to the lighthouse. I was sitting at uh, uh, coffee the other night with the family and uh, Sister Pat and uh, Sister Tammy and some of them, we were talking about uh, how, uh, how God brought these folks to the assembly, to the house of God and changed their life and done such a wonderful work. Brother Paul from heaven, hallelujah, now with your precious daughter by your side, hallelujah, you smile down on Dwajak today, and you're believing what I'm believing, that God is going to continue to do mighty things in the kingdom of the Lord. Does anybody else believe that today? Hallelujah. I think we got a heavenly force that is fighting for us. Does anybody realize the power that's fighting for us in the glories of heaven? Hallelujah. I think Brother Earl. Is that Brother Earl up there? Boy, you didn't see him very often in a suit, did you? I didn't wear a tie today because I don't. The preacher last week took his tie off and his suit coat. I'm not going to waste it. I'm just coming without one. Brother Earl, you look so sharp. Good-looking man, great dad, and a faithful man at the lighthouse. When the church was, doors were open, Brother Earl was here. When the church had an opportunity, hallelujah, revival, it didn't make a difference, Sister Jackie. And you know what? You're still living that beautiful faithfulness that this man set for all of us. Be faithful to the house of God. God will reward it. God will honor you. God will gift you with the blessings of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And then I think we have Brother Shouse. Sister Kathy, it's so good to see you and your husband here today. You come and support and honor your wonderful dad and your mom. Brother Shouse was an awesome man. Yeah, let me tell you. There are many members in the body. I'm going to preach about that in a little bit. But there is, the eye is not like the toe. The ear is not like the left hand. Every member of the body is different. Now, Brother Schaus was a little different. He had asked a lot of questions. That man could ask more questions in fact, I, as, as busy as I was back in that day, I would, I would say, go talk to Brother Bush now. And go talk to this one. And, and get different opinions inside. But Brother Shouse and Sister Shouse were faithful members in the house of God. I thank God for his testimony, his witness, his example. And today from the streets of glory, gold and, this, and the brightness of heaven's glory, hallelujah, he too is joining the force that there will be a move of God and a revival take place, hallelujah, in Dwajak for the kingdom of God is going to be blessed by men that have lived an exemplifying life. <laughs> I could say a whole lot about more about even Brother Shouse. Loved him, loved him and his wife. Loved Carol and loved Sister Kathy. Uh, I could say a lot more about all these folks, uh, but uh, the time today just doesn't allow us to. There's a man that was a very important part of my life. His name was Brother Dick Evans. How many remember Brother Dick Evans? I know Brother Rapelli does because when Brother Rapelli going to work would walk by Brother Dick Evans' workstation on his counter, there was a sign that said, Jesus saves. And Brother Dick Evans is responsible for Brother and Sister Rapelli being in the house of God today. I thank God for a, a soul winning example Brother Dick Evans left to this church. 
not only was he a soul winner, because not only did he win Brother and Sister Rapelli, but there were many others that he brought back in the day at the lighthouse up front. But Brother Dick and I, I think it was uh, Brother Charles, uh, let's see, who else was it? Uh, um, me, every first week that school was out, we would head to Canada, the upper Michigan, the UP, Minnesota, and we'd take our boys and we would take them camping, roughing it out. I remember the biggest attendance we had in, in Canada one time was like 20 some uh, kids and people. And uh, that was an awesome role model that Brother Dick Evans helped us establish with our kids. And uh, I thank God for Brother Evans' role model, his faithfulness, his soul winning, his belief in the power of God. His brother come into the church. Brother John is still in church somewhere in Oklahoma, somewhere out there. Brother Gary Sheeks, his other brother, is down in oh, southern Illinois. Somewhere I talk to him every once in a while. And uh, it's because of a soul winner that there are people all around this country uh, living and loving for God. Talking about soul winner, I remember working one day over in uh, uh, Decatur. And we were still up in the little church up in, on ta in, in town, uh, the little lighthouse. And I come to church, and uh, after meeting a fellow out, on the job and I said I met a woolly booger today and he is gonna come to our church and y'all treat him good and he did come he had a fuzzy red beard I mean he was a true woolly booger and he was Alabama I think Alabama by birth uh, he was a good old country boy, and uh, uh, long story short, he got saved. He got baptized. He got filled with the Holy Ghost, and if anybody here needs baptized today in the Holy Ghost, today's a good time. Amen. But Brother J.D. Grissom got the Holy Ghost, and he said, Now, Pastor, I'm not shaving this beard off. I said, Ain't nobody telling you to shave this beard off. You just come to the house of the Lord. And not only did he come to the house of the Lord, but he bought Brother Jack, his nephew, and Sister Laura, slavings. And Brother Jack and Sister Laura are such an awesome inspiration to this church today. Speaking about soul winners, that's what soul winning will do. It will build the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And you need to become a soul winner for Jesus. Amen. And then... Brother Whitby, Brother Whitby, the only man that ever passed away at the Lighthouse Church itself. Sister Whitby was up here worshiping God, singing in the choir, getting ready before church. Brother Earl, Brother uh, Whitby went to the men's room. Somebody come in and found him on the floor. He went to heaven from the church. He went there that day. Brother Whitby mowed yard. He was a maintenance man. He was a hard worker. He was a faithful man of God. His wife was my Sunday school teacher in Three Oaks under my dad. Hallelujah. Disappeared. Never knew where she went. She came to church one Sunday morning. Would I be welcome? You and your husband would be welcome. From that day on, from this little church in town, Brother Whitby was a faithful man of God in the house of the Lord, supporting and working so diligently and so uh, sincerely before God. You see, living for God and being faithful is important. It's necessary in our Thank you all these dads, hallelujah, that have gone to glory, that were faithful unto God and to the house of the Lord. Last but not least, I honor a man that uh, was such an inspiration to so many. I, I laughed all the time. He was gray at young age. Brother Denny would always say, Pastor, what are you putting in your hair? How do you keep it so dark? You can't keep your hair like that without putting it. I said, honestly, Brother Heimbach, I am not putting anything in my hair except for sunshine 
and some kind of detergent when I wash it. I'm not putting anything in my... He was, he's looking down and said, oh, I'm glad you're gray today, Pastor. I'm glad you got gray hair now. Amen. But I mean, remember that wave. In town, he's just running his shop. He'd go down the street, he'd have that special little... When Brother Heimbach preached, you knew you was going to hear about baptism in Jesus' name. Brother Heimbach would never preach a message without, I think somebody here today, it wants to get baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. If you could hear Brother Heimbach right now, he would say, why don't you get baptized today? Today would be a great day. The water is ready, and it would be a great day to be baptized. That's Brother Heimbach. I've got so many memories. I always called him my right arm. My kids called him Uncle Denny. My children called him Uncle and uh, miss him greatly. It was on my birthday. He came and said, Brother Helmuth, I was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Three months later, Brother Heimbach went to heaven. Sitting with him and beside him, he went that day under the glory of the Lord. I, uh, it's a, it's a really a, a Strange thing about these people that decide to leave it. Brother Earl right there in the, in the church. Brother Eubanks died on his daughter's birthday. Uh, my dad died on my wife and I's anniversary. And uh, Grammy died three days before Christmas. You got dates that uh, uh, just, you're not going to forget me. You're not going to forget us. You're going to remind us so much. Brother Heimbach was such an inspiration to all of us. We will forever remember and honor those that helped us get where we're at today. Listen, church. Listen, brothers. Listen, fathers. I want to tell you today, as a dad, as a born-again saint of God, you have got the privilege and the honor to be faithful Hallelujah, to be honorable. Hallelujah, to be a role model as these men. Brother Eubanks, Brother Springsteen. Hallelujah, Brother uh, 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 Paul Pumphrey, uh, uh, my dad, Brother Shouse, uh, Brother Earl, Brother Evans, Brother Whitby, Brother Heimbach. We all have an opportunity to have a role model and a reputation as these men did in our lives. And I thank God for it. I don't want to live in the past and I refuse, but I will not forget the past. I will not leave the past unnoticed. I will always honor these men and you that are living today to be the glory that God wants you and I to be for the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. At this time, where is... Uh, Where's Brother Overton? Is he out here somewhere? I can't see. I can't hear. If I'm too loud, tell the, tell the guy up there. But is that Brother Overton back there? Uh, Brother Overton, I think. Now, I know. I know, Brother Overton. You're, you're a shy guy. Thank you, Brother Steve, for coming here today and supporting your daddy. I heard you all had a great Father's Day celebration yesterday. I have so many good memories with this young man. No, I want your other hand. You're getting up, brother. <laughs> You're coming with me. Hallelujah. This is our elder in the church. Uh, 80? 80. Is there any man that is over 80? 79, close. <laughs> this is one of the most precious men. We're going all the way to the front. Can you walk down? I got a sore, I got a pinched nerve and a sciatic nerve, but I'm going to lean on you a little bit today. Amen. Thank you, Brother Over. <laughs> Yep, Brother Overton served in the Air Force in the military. What an awesome man that loves our country. Yes, served as a... Wasn't he a good-looking guy back then? He's still a good-looking guy today, amen. 
I look in the mirror and see him. I know he's a good-looking fella. <laughs> we are honored and privileged for the role model that Brother Overton has set and established in this church. In the early 80s, come out here, him and his wife and family come to this church. And ever since, they have been faithful. They have loved God. And Sister Overton is, is there in the glories of the kingdom of God, smiling down. Look at that man. Man, you're wearing a suit and a tie. Aren't you glad times change? You don't have to do that all the time. <laughs> Good-looking fella. He's done so much for this church. There is never anything that we could ever do to repay Brother Overton for his service to the Lighthouse. Never. I remember when the ladies, uh, uh, lady, ladies' banquet, who was there? You and your wife, of course. But you just wasn't there just to be there. He was a servant. Him and Brother Jerry served the ladies and uh, was always bringing stuff to their tables and helping them out, doing the cleanup afterwards. Brother Overton was a board member when I was pastoring. Brother Overton has been an usher for years here at the church. Greet people at the door. He is no longer ushering. He said, it's time to let the next generation go. That's why I'm not pastoring. It's time to let the next generation. Amen. Today, as members of the Lighthouse, uh, Brother Overton's going to receive an offering one more time. Usher, bring me an offering plate. And uh, this is not paying him for everything. This is honoring him. I want him to take his son Steve to dinner today or tomorrow or next Sunday. And uh, you couldn't have a better man bring that offering plate because he'll make you behave. <laughs> he'll make you behave. I'd like for the church to stand and honor Brother Overton. Let's give him honor right now. Come on, give him praise outside. And you that have, I know a lot of you don't carry cash in your pocket. A lot of you are using a card all the time, and you don't carry cash. But we're going to bring Brother Overton a little gift today. And uh, it's going to buy his dinner and take his kids out. And so if you would bring it today and just put it in this offering plate for Brother Overton. This is just a little kind statement. It's not how much you put in there. It's just that you say, thank you, Brother Overton. Being our elder in the, at the lighthouse, we thank you for your service. We thank you for your giving. Hallelujah. We are so honored to have you here today. <laughs> what a blessing. What a joy. Thank God. It's because of Brother Overton. You're here today, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. We're glad to have you. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. Now, Brother Overton. That's your offer. Take your, take your family to dinner. Take your family to a blessing. They have been good to you and kind to you. Amen. One more time. Let's give Brother Overton an brother, brother and Sister Overton were the, were the role models of marriage in our church. And we thank them for their gift to the Lighthouse. You may be seated. Brother Aaron has, uh, is going to come this morning and uh, do a presentation this morning. It was all. Aaron put this all together and done it. And uh, you got your remote to change your picture up there. You, you know how to do that while you're up here? Aaron, you're awesome. I thank God for this young man. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Brother Aaron, hallelujah. Thank you. Praise the Lord, church. Um, I just want to honor the 
the, the former pastors and the ministers that have, have brought the word from this church pulpit for the past years, such as Brother Helmuth. And uh, I wrote a little thing about the Lighthouse Fathers in Ministry. I'll read this. A father is the leader of the home and a provider that sets an example to his children. When yoked with ministry, it turns out a godly example, and the Lighthouse Church has had many of these. The Lighthouse has truly been under great leadership and will continue to go forth with new direction, <clears throat> but it never has strayed from its foundational roots in biblical teachings. On this Father's Day, let us celebrate those who have kept the faith Though they may not all still attend the lighthouse, they were a major part in making an impact on so many lives here and in the community by keeping a godly example. They are still working in the kingdom of God, just as they did here, serving the Lord. So as the journey continues, may we continue on the sturdy foundation that our leaders have paved and let us continue to build on the solid rock of God's infallible word. And you can see the pictures here. We have Brother David Helmuth, Brother Casey Helmuth, Pastor Austin Hopper, who was our former pastor, Brother Gerald Bushnell, Brother Brian DeLong, Brother Marty Francois, and Brother Alan Austin. And I just want to, to give honor to the past ministers who, who have, have taught us and continually still teach, maybe not here at the Lighthouse, but their ministry has still gone forth and I just want to thank them. If we could all honor them and give them a round of applause. It is, it is truly an honor just to be standing here today knowing that God has uh, done so many wonderful things for so many people. I'm glad that all these, all these people are working today in the kingdom of God, are laboring and serving God, amen, in, in God's kingdom today, every single one of them. I, a, few mo a couple months ago, I preached Calvin Davis's funeral in Arkansas, went and seen Brother Austin, went to church with him that Sunday morning, and uh, that Sunday night he preached an awesome message. And uh, I thank God, Brother Bushnell is... Uh, though has some handicapped service, they've done great service and ministry. Brother Marty has done great ministry here at the Lighthouse. And I thank God for Brother DeLong, my son-in-law. In fact, next Sunday, he's going to be preaching here next Sunday morning. Amen. And uh, Pastor Casey is in Maine. I'm happy and pray for Pastor Hopper that his life will continue to be successful and move forward. Amen. And uh, we are... We are getting ready to face a future that, uh, that is going to, going to affect us and uh, be very influential in our lives. Amen. And uh, I, I've got some scriptures written down here, Brother Aaron, that I'm going to follow. I probably left them all up there with you, uh, having him write these things down. Visited Sister Casey this week. What a sweetheart, and uh, she misses being able to come to church. She can't remember everything that uh, all of you that have went there, but uh, continue to hold Sister Casey up in prayer and uh, love, and we will, uh, we will be honored by God. Brother, brother uh, you got it there? All right. Behold, how good and how pleasant. Is it for brethren to dwell together in unity? How good is it? Hallelujah. As we approach the future, and two weeks from today, our new pastor will be here. Now, let me tell you something. There are no perfect people in this world. Amen? If you're perfect, would you stand up? Oh. There is no one in here perfect. Now, our new pastor will not be perfect. But God said, behold how good and how pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell in unity. I'm speaking to the, to the fathers today and for the men of this church. 
when there are things that you might not embrace or hold, hallelujah, it is essential that we dwell in harmony and unity. Hallelujah. It is, it is exactly, uh, if we do not dwell in unity, we are violating the word of God. If we cause division, hallelujah, in the body of Christ, uh, we are no longer representing the kingdom of God. God wants us to dwell in unity in every situation that would come up to dwell in unity. Unity is something that we cherish. How many of you love division in your home? When your kids are fighting, when you're, all, there's argument, division. How many of you enjoy that? Do you think God would enjoy division in the kingdom of God? I say no, 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 he never will. Hallelujah. He will never embrace or support division. It is unity that is required by the word of God. And he said, how, behold, how good and pleasant. I want to be pleasing to God. Does anybody else here want to do everything to please God? Then we must dwell in unity. And as the new pastor comes in a couple weeks, there may be some things that I pray there isn't, but there may be. It is required that we as the body of Christ stand together. If I believe that the scripture teaches us, hallelujah, see, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and throw down and build plants. That's not, I didn't want Jeremiah. I got the wrong one there, brother. Help me out. We are the body of Christ. We are God's children. We are his belonging to him. Hallelujah. From whom the whole body fitly joined together, compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Hallelujah. When we realize that we are a member of the body of Christ. You're not just a member of the lighthouse. I thank God for that. But you're a member of the body of of Christ. Uh, hallelujah. You are a, 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 an essential part. And as I said earlier, there are many parts of our body that are different. We, we get uh, new folks coming in. Uh, I love babies. Uh, oh my goodness. I, 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 I want to hug them. I, I hug my baby. Lily, Lily just is a mess. That little Lily, grand, great granddaughter Lily. Uh, Grampy just torments her and loves her and chases her and she chases me and we have such a good time. Lola comes to church and such a beautiful little girl. Thank you, Autumn, for bringing this wonderful little baby. Hi, sweetheart. You're so precious. Sister Sarah's got a little baby that's so, so lovely. And I just love babies because I'm a, I'm a father. I'm a grandfather. Our Heavenly Father loves babies. Not just babies that are six months old, or two, but he loves babies in Christ. You may be 50. You may be 30 and be a baby in Christ. Hello? My grandson, Gavin, how many times you change a diaper? Do you change... <laughs> Nor I, but you did change diapers. Has she ever brought to you that baby and it stinks so bad and says, you got to change this diaper? <laughs> Only once or twice. How many of you, Derek, do you change diapers? Quite. You got two, two kids. That are, a lot of diaper change. And, and some of them are pretty easy because they're not real stinky. They're just wet. I, I, I get over little Lily. Is she, uh, is she two yet? In July. And she goes to the potty chair at two. Before she was two. She goes, she goes, potty. Have you ever had a baby in two years be completely potty trained? I've never seen it before in my life. I, I think it's so neat and so exciting. 
But when a baby messes its diaper and it stinks terrible, you don't take them and throw them in the trash. You take the diaper, but you don't throw the baby away. You just clean it up, wipe it up, get ready for the next mess. Get ready for the next one because it's going to happen. And new people in Jesus Christ, hallelujah, are going to mess their britches. Hello? Even some of us older ones are going to mess our britches. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fail. But we don't throw them in the trash. We go and love them. We go and encourage them. We bring them back to the house of God. We go after them. We seek them. We pray for them. We love them. We forgive them. Hello? I believe the lighthouse is getting ready for a revival. I believe the lighthouse is getting ready for an outpouring of the Spirit of God like it has in days gone by because God loves the sinner. He died for the sinner. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him till seven times? Hallelujah. I've probably said it here before, but I'm going to say it again. Jesus did not die for the saint. Read it in your books. When he went to the righteous, he was turning over tables. He was driving them away. But Jesus didn't come to save the righteous. He come to save the sinner. Hello? Jesus came to save them that are lost. I'm going to tell this church again. It is us that needs to reach the lost and minister to those that need Jesus Christ and to love the sinner. And when they come into the kingdom of God, change their diapers. Change their diapers. Love them. Clean them up and say, let's, let's do it again. Forgiveness Peter said, should I forgive my brother seven times? I like what Jesus said. Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until 70 times seven. So 70 times seven. My mathematic working, is that 490? 490 times forgive your brother that sins against you. If Jesus would encourage us to forgive our brother seven times 70, how much will he forgive us? But let me tell you, if you don't forgive your brother, Jesus said, but if you receive not men there, if you, if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive you. You want to live in sin? Hold grudges. You want to live out of the will and the shadow of God? Hold hatred. You want to be destroyed in your spirit? Hallelujah. Don't forgive those that have hurt you, said things about you. I went to a church last Sunday night. Preacher preached we needed Sunday night church. Brother, uh, uh, brother, Shani preached last Sunday about we need more church. So Sunday night I went to another church. I went over there and had good service, good church, loved everybody. People loved me. I went over there and uh, uh, spoke to the pastor's wife, and the pastor came up and talked to me. And boy, Brother Helmet, I'm sure glad to have you here tonight. We talked a little bit about things, about the goodness and the grace of God. And he looked at me and said, Brother Helmet, I apologize for my attitude that I had for you over the years. I said, brother, don't worry about it. I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't live with feelings or disappointment or hatred toward anybody. Thank you for that gift, but I don't, I don't need forgiveness. I don't need a, uh, yes, yes, I'm sorry. 
Well, thank God for someone that will say, even as preachers, we must, hallelujah, be willing to forgive. Forgive is the secret of success. Forgiveness is the secret of healing. Forgiveness is the base of salvation. When we come and tell Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry I transgressed. Forgive me. Jesus forgives. But at the same time he forgives you, it is required that we go and forgive those that have hurt us. You want to live a free life. Because you, you see, forgiveness is about when I tell somebody I'm sorry, it heals me more than it heals them. When Jesus forgave me, who did it heal? It healed me. When Jesus restored me, who did it help? It helped me. When you forgive your brother, your sister, God brings the power and the glory of God into your life. Unforgiveness pushes it away. I challenge everyone in this church today, examine yourself. Hallelujah. Go over your, uh, your thought process and be willing to forgive those. Hallelujah. That have hurt you, offended you. Hallelujah. There are things. Hallelujah. If you will live in that spirit of forgiveness, it will bring unity in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. That is ordained by God. That is given to us by the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me speak a word here today. Hallelujah. As I've been praying and thinking about this week, all, all week long, and the new pastor coming. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord, hallelujah, spoke to me about revival that's coming to the lighthouse. Hallelujah. About, let me tell you, there are hundreds of people today that are in churches all across our state, other states, all the way through Texas. There are a, a Brother J.D.'s son is a pastor in Lake Charles, uh, Louisiana. He's got another son somewhere up on the East Coast that pastors four churches because the lighthouse Hallelujah was a witness and a testimony. I believe this church is getting ready under the new leadership of Pastor Carver. I'm speaking in prophetic word today that God is going to send an outpouring, a mighty move of God, a revival like we have desired and prayed for in the past. Will you believe it with God today? Will you believe it in the Holy Ghost this morning that revival is coming to the lighthouse and God is going to save multitudes of people for the glory of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. I could say a whole lot of other things but I don't think it's needful today. I'm just saying that it's so glad to have the Pumphrey family here today. Sister Kathy Jowles, Steve Overton, it is so good to see you and all of our guest here today, each one of you. It is such an honor to have you come and honor our, our fathers that have passed and went on. But I want all of our fathers today, if you would, come and stand here in the, in the front of the church today. Would all of our dads, fathers today, would you come up, be with us here this morning and stand together across the front of this church. I'm believing that God is going to use each one of you for the glory and the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that there is coming a move of the Holy Ghost like some of you have not experienced. I'm believing today that God is giving us a gift today. Hallelujah. If we will take it, apply it to our lives. Hallelujah. God will use us to bring someone to the Lord Jesus Christ. Each of you are different here today. Each of you are different. There's not one of you that is like the other. Well, little Eric's a little bit like his dad. His dad's a little bit like his dad. A little bit, but they're different. Each one of us are different, but we are each a member. And each of us have a very important part in the body of Christ. Brother Mark, get yourself up. I know you don't have a child. But you're a heavenly father today. You love 
your little niece here. Hallelujah. Brother David, are you back there? These guys went, uh, these, these fellas went to Upper, Upper Michigan this past week, honored their dad. I'll tell you, that's, that's awesome what they do. I thank God for Brother Mark in our church, Brother Dave. I appreciate their service to the kingdom. God's going to use Brother Mark as a great man of God, a great witness. God's going to create in this brother. Amen. I believe in it. There's a spirit, hallelujah, in this young man. Hallelujah. I'm thrilled to be around every day, every time. Hallelujah. You men, I'd like for you to join hands, except the fact that we are members of the body of Christ today. We are each members. And as members, God is going to use each one of us for the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. As a congregation, moms, sons, whoever back here, would you stand and pray with us this morning? Hallelujah. And believe God for a mighty, will you accept it and believe for a mighty outpouring and a move of the Holy Ghost today that will come to this church and through the faithfulness of these men here today as role models, examples of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, God, I'm praying and believing today as you touch each one of these men, they receive the word, they receive the anointing of the Spirit in their life. They receive the power that God you have ordained that they possess and use for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ in the precious, wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ today. We give you honor today. Hallelujah. Let's give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, man. Let's give him praise today. Let's give him thanks this morning for the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On behalf of all of our past brother, Brother Heim, Denny Heimbach, as he would say, someone this morning needs to get baptized in Jesus' name. If you've never been baptized in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, I invite you this morning to make that step of faith. We have clothing and water here this morning to baptize you in the wonderful, lovely name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, can we just honor and worship God? Sing it, Sister Jennifer. Hallelujah. Can